3: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
0: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe we have to get off our ass and get a hold of Art Sears today. Art Sears is one, our guest booker on the show. Why? Uh, he's got a couple of great guests. I don't know. Have you ever heard Amy? I think it's pronounced uh, SIEWE? I don't know. S i e w e. How would you pronounce that?
4: Uh, Siwe. Seaway. Maybe.
0: Amy Seaway. She. You know what Amy Seaway does for a
5: living? Well, I'm looking at the email right now, but it sounds amazing. A python hunter. She's
0: a python hunter in the Everglades. We've had her on before uh, on the Family Show. She's a phenomenal guest. This woman goes in to the Everglades and hauls pythons out by the dozens. <laughs> It's just un- Wait a minute! I can't hear you, Brittany.
2: Oh, there you uh, are. Are okay. pythons not native to Florida? No. I know boa constrictors <clears throat> aren't. I didn't know.
0: That's we'll find out from Mamie if we can get her booked. That'd be good.
2: That'd be awesome. Yeah,
0: she is a terrific guest. As a matter of fact, and then the other one, Bill Engvall. Uh, let's book him too. He's one of the great guys in comedy. Bill Engvall is one of the one of the nicest men in comedy. What do you think?
2: Yeah, yeah. love it.
0: Well, fired up. You'd have to get off your ass to do it, though. So, is that going to be a problem? Yeah, no, no, no. I'll, see, I'll see what
5: me. I'm doing. I'm a busy guy.
0: I'm uh. busy. I don't know if I got time for all that. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant brings you Bob Sansbeer, Bradshaw and Bryant personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at Minnesota Personal com. That is Minnesota Personal Injury.com. Sandy, what's the
1: latest? Well, before we talk Vikings, this Amy Sewee, whatever her name is, you better get her on quick because remember the guy in Australia? We're going to see a story. She was eaten whole by a python.
0: That did happen. You're right.
1: Well, no,
5: it'll be a, a different obscure species of animal that kills her rather than the python like Steve Irwin. Right, it's who you're Maybe referencing. Sting yeah. Stingray. Yeah, where a stingray yeah. gets in. He's, oh, st- croc- He's wrestled crocodiles his whole life, but a little punk-ass stingray gets in. It's tragic.
0: I cannot remember how many she said are now. She, she took a shot, I guess it was pretty accurate, at how many pythons there are now in the Everglades in Florida. It's thousands of them. I mean, she sent me a picture of a nest. It was mm-hmm. as big as this room, for Christ's sake. Like, I whoa.
5: would oh. never in a million <laughs> years, Everglades, nope. no, not going. No, That's never. No. I, what? No. Pythons? That's, no. Okay, very quickly.
0: Not. Very quickly, Bob, I promise. They took the family out on the old uh, Everglades tour and the, uh, what, what's those boats called with the big fan at the back?
3: Airboat.
0: Yeah, airboat. Yeah, I guess it is an airboat. <clears throat> we come upon this, this nest of baby alligators. I mean, there's like 20 of them in there, Mm -hmm. little tiny alligators. He goes, God, you guys should see one of these. Reaches down, and that alligator took a chomp out of his hand like you wouldn't. It was a little tiny thing. It was about that big. Yeah. It took took a chomp out of his finger. I was like, my, he was pouring blood. Oh, maybe we should head in. What do you think? Yeah. Also, All right, kids, <laughs> <laughs> wait,
1: till mama come, wait till mama comes back. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Tom's like, maybe we should have gone to Disney. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Why didn't we go up to Disney <laughs> World? Epcot's what do you think? Epcot's nice this time of <laughs> yeah.
1: year.
2: Where well, the
0: alligators God. are
1: plastic.
0: <laughs> Man, he was like pouring blood. Right. That, well, their teeth are a little sharp, I yeah. guess. Well, also, as the tour guide, you should know better than. Well, what just you think. think. Come on.
2: He was new. He's trying to impress <laughs> you guys. <laughs> so weird.
0: All right. So, Sanny, what's the latest?
1: Well, you saw. Did you watch the game? Because you I, were saying you're swearing off Vikings. You haven't.
0: I didn't swear off the Vikings. I'm swearing off the Gophers.
1: Well, that's a good thing to swear off. As long
0: as that guy's still, I'm not watching them every. He sucks. I'm sorry. I mean, he's the most don't, overrated. You don't like coach. a
1: guy who runs out before his players or Yuck. body serves when they win. Yeah. His players. He, he's a
5: terrible football coach. He is. I
1: agree. Just his game management
5: is ridiculously bad. He needs to hire a head coach level offensive and defensive coordinator so they can just run everything and he can just focus on recruiting and promoting himself because that's what he wants to do more than anything.
0: That's true. Sandy, I'm going to run the same thing by you that I ran by these guys because there's no rule says you have to have people on the line at a college football game. Why don't you put five guys on the twenty? Six guys on the 10, you ain't getting by me to score. There's only 54 seconds left. He, they would have never been. Why didn't he do that?
1: Because he's peach. <laughs>
5: <And> also, <laughs> also that's not gonna, it doesn't necessarily work like that. A lot of times you'll hear people that go into prevent defense and the offense is just able to march up and down the field. And now when you're at the 10-yard line, it's much easier to score. So you, you can't just put everybody back. But, yeah, you've got to tell your safeties. I don't care. What it takes, nobody should be getting behind you. Okay. He went right he,
1: between them, right between. He lost them. to a coach he's never beaten because yeah. he's not good yep. enough to beat him. And you know what? This year, I'm looking forward to when all four of those Pac-12 teams are in the Big Ten, and he there's not going. He'll try to schedule as many non-conference cupcakes as he can, but he's not going to be able to. Bob, I'm so, going to start I mean, weeping. You're looking at three or four wins tops after oh. those teams come in.
0: I'm gonna start weeping, Bob. You know what I was just sent by a listener? What? Did PJ Fleck just sign a forty-two million dollar contract?
1: Well, they'll probably make it fifty for keeping it close.
0: Forty-two million for that stiff? What are the what? Are those people that stupid?
1: You know what? What the you should consider doing is getting out the broom for him God. and the AD. Do what the Raiders yes. did. That AD's is of anyway. the, the equivalent of the uh, GM is the AD at a university. Should they yeah. do it
3: at 1 a.m. like the Raiders did as well? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> 1 o'clock in well, the morning. I mean, this On guy also, this coil, <laughs> gets rid of Lindsey Whalen, who is – I mean, there is no bigger name or more respected person in the state of Minnesota. He, You know, he gives her the, uh, the heave-ho. hmm I, I just – I'm not a fan of his, and I'm not a fan of, of Flex either. I've given Flex time. The problem – I actually have a bigger problem with his ego, with Ooh, you know, him running out in front of everyone and him what? having to be both the of center them. of attention.
0: They both have massive egos for no reason. They've never won anything. No. I mean, it's not like working with you guys. Just the, the ratings are huge every week. It's not like ah. working with this crew. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, Bob. I, I just I I was at a fundraiser once, and I can't remember what it was for. It was a fundraiser for children's health or something like that. And a bunch of really good people there and just having a good time. Mark Coyle was there. He wouldn't come anywhere near me. And I, and I could tell by the gla- one glance I caught that he did know who I was, but he, had, he wanted nothing to do with me.
1: Well, because you would not fawn over him and tell no. him what a great mm-hmm. job he's
0: doing. That's correct, because he sucks. He's terrible. Get rid of him. No. You're right. He needs to go.
1: And you know, th- there's too much money, the money that they give to Fleck. I mean, he, he's oh. done or he hasn't done enough to certainly. Who's going to who, what program would bring him in if you take a look at the body of work he has? You're and right. The Games that he has lost.
0: You're absolutely right. AJ, could you look up and see, is it true that they signed him to a forty two million dollar?
5: Yeah, he got an extension last year. Last year. It was. Yep. Forty two million for that. Yeah, it's a oh. lot of mediocrity. It's nothing. At best. It's but it's very loud because he is so confident in all of his little <laughs> sayings and stuff. So he gets all the attention but he doesn't deliver any results. He's in there making noise. This can't be no, good.
3: Uh, I just was not sh- I was I was shocked by the length of this. So last year, December seventh, PJ Flux signs a new seven year contract with Minnesota. So you got
5: him for another six years here, oh, Tom. God, oh. Right. And the buyout is probably just astronomically high as well. I'm trying to find an actual figure. I'll let you know what happened. I, have I it. think it was $6
0: million a year for seven years. I think that's what it was, $42 million.
1: Take a look at the guys he's signed over the past <laughs> six, five, six, seven years. None of them are. I mean, he's got a couple of guys that are in the NFL. But it's not like he's bringing in the best players in the country. No. no. So <clears throat> not at all. why would you sign him to, oh, we can't lose
5: Peach? No. And he always, it feels like every co- uh, press conference that he does, he has just a laundry list of excuses for why things aren't working. No NIL money. Yeah. Need NIL yeah, money. We can't win without NIL money. It's, you know it, what? You, you got a seven-year deal. Figure it out. Right. It, when he first started, it was, we're too young. I got to get my guys in. It's year zero. Then as... Things progressed. It's well it's starting to go in the right direction, but now with now with NIL it's we don't have enough NIL money. And if something changes next year, it'll be a new excuse for why we're not getting anywhere. And it's like you have to deliver on the field at some point. And he got a raise. He was making five oh, yeah.
3: he was making five point one million a year previously with the extension. He got a one million bump, so he's making $6.1 a year until uh for seven years. Through twenty twenty
0: for it's over forty two million then.
5: Yeah, a little a so,
1: little bit. Oh, jeez. I, I, you know, Bob, What's uh, why? Okay. It uh. explains why he runs out before the players. He's so amped up from all that money he's made. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Let's get <laughs> this started. He has never won anything. <laughs> why would
0: you pay him that money? Mark Coyle's got to go. He's horrible.
1: It's, it is way too much money. God. He, he, every opening that there is at a, at a decent school. His name gets thrown in just to throw in a name. Yeah. There's never any substance to it. No. I don't
0: know. I've never met the guy. I, I sat across the table from, what's his name? Bill Coyle. What the hell's his name? Mark, Mark Coyle. Mark Coyle. Yeah, he seems like an arrogant little prick. <laughs> well, he does. I'm just telling you. What are you going to do, baby? All right. What are you going to do? Danny, so I was wrong. I was low. He makes more than $42 million. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh God! Only in Minnesota. That's all I have to say. Only here. The guy's never won anything. Why would you pay him that much?
1: Because they're afraid they'll lose him. Good. Oh, my God, they won't get anybody to replace him.
0: I like. I would like to like basically go over there and walk around the campus and say, "Oh, you won't see him around here no more." <laughs> what do you think, Sandy? Give him the old Italian threat. <laughs>
3: Let's just I, say uh, he's
0: going to be taken care of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Capiche? Capiche? We don't want him dead. We just want him out. Go away, both of you, Mark Coyle and PJ. Go away. And a basketball coach sucks too.
1: That was a huge mistake. You could yes. have hired uh, Dutcher's kid, Brian Dutcher, right? Yep. Don't and brought that, him don't. in as a top assistant. Would he have said no? No. Most likely not. But no. <sighs> Let's give it to him.
0: I don't it made get it. No sense. All right, Sandy, I'll get out of your way. What else is happening in sports?
1: Well, okay, I just want to know are you, uh, you had to, in a rare instance, enjoy the game. It doesn't matter that the Falcons, they, uh, I mean, they really, they stink like yesterday's diapers. There's a Roger Rabbit reference for you. There you go. But, I mean, what he did after getting the safety, two fumbles, the kid's resilient. And here's the difference with him why he can keep you in a game. He has. He's not a running quarterback, but he has mobility. What he did on that fourth down, was at fourth and seven? He ran 22 mm-hmm. yards. Yeah, I mean, it, yep. it was impressive, his ability to get out. And he did it without Christian Darrisaw, without Akers got hurt. He had the, uh, you know, he had his career ending, most likely. Achilles. Achilles, yep. And then K.J. Osborne <laughs> had the concussion, as well as what happened to Jaron Hall. And there's, you know, I, there's people out there, oh, well, Jaron Hall didn't, you know, they're wondering, he didn't lose the he doesn't shouldn't lose his spot because he you know he didn't, he had the spot for like ten minutes, so he, I th- you don't you do not uh, start anyone but Joshua Dobbs against the Saints. Yeah, no, I had agree. that con- It's ridiculous not to because of what he did and how how he got that team. These guy, these guys believe in him now. For a guy, this is he's one of the best stories in the NFL this year. Did not take a single snap, which, by the way, you're Kevin O'Connell. Give him a few. I know you want to get Jaron Hall ready, but you know you're just a, a play away from putting him in. Not a single snap. Never took a, an exchange from the center. Didn't know most of the guy's names. And it, it also appears afterward that O'Connell, a little bit of P.J. Fleck in him, explaining <laughs> how he had to talk him through every play on his headset. You don't have that much time on the headset. They shut it off with, like, 15 seconds left right. or 10 seconds left. So you got you're not like well he, the, the wide receiver will be here and the other guy will be here and the tight no you just give him the play and see what happens and he made it work. I, mean, I think he did a little bit more than just giving him the play and seeing what happens. It
5: was probably a here's your first read and if you know this happens, run and best of luck. Do you know to how you. little
1: time he has to be in his head? Yeah, it's it cuts off at
5: 15 seconds, but I.
1: But they you only have 10 seconds? I mean, you don't have that much time because the. Previous play is run. If the clock's running, mm-hmm. if you had a completion or a running play, ten seconds to fifteen seconds are off the clock right away. Yeah, but you can because convey get to the line. You can convey
5: enough information, and most NFL play calls, you can like the gist of them. Once you get past the terminology, like the route concepts and combinations are kind of the same from team to team. It's just what you call them. So if he knows, okay, we have a smash concept over here to the right. If the safety comes down. Tuck it
1: and run. Here's what I'm trying. I'm trying to make the guy look even better. I mean, he's a, what is he? he's a rocket scientist, <laughs> the aerospace engineer. He could have been one of the characters on Big Bang Theory. Oh, absolutely. He could have been Wallowitz.
3: He actually calculates on the fly every play. Like, if I throw with this thrust and this trajectory, the ball's going <laughs> to land. <What's>
1: the, <laughs> it's, it's like he does computer. the percentages. Yeah. Yep. He sees there you it go. in his head yeah. yep. exactly how everything lays out. Amazing. he it. was one and seven with Arizona.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: There will be a coming down to earth, but for one mm. game, it gives hope to Vikings fans, excitement to the Vikings fans. I mean, there's no doubt. Da- put it this way, the last Josh to start at quarterback oh, was Josh Freeman. Yeah. That didn't go well. Yeah. You had to be thinking, Oh my god, is there gonna be another Josh Freeman or Spurgeon win? Gross.
0: <clears throat> Bob, why is it the Minnesotans put up with this stuff? We I mean, Murray Warmath, wasn't he the last one that won the big game?
1: Big big ten, yeah. Jesus, I just, it's,
0: is there one good team in town? The Vikings are okay, but I wouldn't say they were a good team.
1: No. Uh, no, in no, in no sport. Uh, wild. they wild. Uh, they won a game, big, woohoo! They, uh <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the Wolves. Uh, Finally. The, the Wolves, you can't, re- I mean, they're not, let's see when they get closer oh, to the oh, playoffs. Oh, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> it, nobody cares about the, I mean, yes, people no. care about the NBA. I'm not numbered in that group. I don't care.
0: I don't either. I used to be a huge in- – and well, like I said, I was a big Celtics fan back in the Larry Bird, Kevin McHale days. And then you meet him, you don't ever want to talk to him again. But other than that <laughs>
1: – McHale's not a bad guy. He's
0: okay. He and I don't get along. That's just how it – he does not like criticism.
1: Well, some people don't like being called Tits McGee. <laughs> oh, well, he sticks his chest out when he runs. That's why I call him Tits McGee. What's wrong with that? I Come think on. he did say too. It looks like that you know the way he the way his shoulders are that he's on a hanger.
0: Yes, that's all I was saying, and he gets all upset about it. It's like he yeah, just sugar, attacked yeah. the
2: way he looks. It's not a big deal. Exactly.
5: Right. I didn't you say he was, he was hideous. Really he's a really ugly guy. He's a <laughs> handsome devil. You <laughs> got to say he's a pretty handsome weird. guy, isn't he? Right. You, he's Brittany, got tits. Brittany said <laughs> that Kirk Cousins is barrel chested, and you don't see Kirk getting all yeah, bent see? out of shape about it. Yeah. Yeah, they're that's
2: they're barrel sense. chested.
1: He's got,
2: I didn't, I didn't, he got—I didn't—he said it, I said he's got a weird body. Like, a weird oh, body. but
5: that's
0: okay. Yeah. That's better than Tits McGee.
2: Kirk hasn't talked to me since. That's what I hear.
0: <laughs>
1: he canceled his Netflix Kirk. show. <laughs> exactly. Kirk is petite, by NFL standards. Yeah, yeah I
0: he, he's really—I th- ran into. Him. I didn't talk to him, but he was sitting at the next table. I was having dinner one night. He's rail thin for Christ's sake. So you know,
1: it, so is Brady.
0: Yeah, Brady yeah, is no, too. No, yep, no. you're right. He is.
1: I mean, some of these guys are like that, but I don't know. And then there's some works. that are a little
0: beefier. All right, Sandy, is that everything?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you guys have been talking plenty about uh, about Joshua Dobbs, the rocket scientist.
0: Well, that was a pretty impressive win. I got to say that because that was yeah, over, absolutely it I was, was over celebrating Ethan's birthday, which is actually tomorrow. But they had it on a Sunday, so everybody could come. It was just a wonderful. Event, and I, I watched the game a little bit. You know, it was one of those deals where you're having fun, so you're glancing at the TV. Yeah. I didn't really watch the game, but I glanced at it, and it was pretty, a very impressive win at the end, I thought.
1: I, I thought he was done on fourth down. <clears throat> yeah. He was sacked and he got out of it, and he, it, it, it was remarkable is the word that keeps coming to my mind. I agree. Did. And impressive, very impressive. I
0: thought it was very impressive as well, Bob. There's no question about that. Can we move forward from is he going to be the guy?
1: He should be. I mean, yeah, he, I, agree. He should, I mean, yeah, you could put Jaron Hall in, but why? This guy has proven to you that he can take you to a win. Mm-hmm. With, other than Jordan Addison, he had Nikhil Harry and this uh, Tristan Jackson. Who, who's heard of Tristan Jackson? Right. The only reason that you know about Nikhil Harry is he was a first-round pick several years ago of the New England Patriots. I mean, it's a, it's a group of nobodies, and you again, you lost Cam Akers. You, you didn't have Christian Darassock. Right. You lost K.J. Osborne. I mean, the receivers and the, it, what he did, it, was, it really was so, even against a bad team, it was so damn impressive.
5: I agree. Atlanta's not a great team. They're, they're mediocre. Well, they're not even mediocre. No, actually. they should fire their entire coaching staff after losing to us with our rent-a-QB that showed up 20 minutes before <laughs> the game.
1: Why don't they use Bijan Robinson more? That's exactly what I want to know, and not just because I have him on a couple of fantasy teams. Oh well, he, he is a terrific <laughs> player. Get him in there. He's a, he's your home run threat. Well, it they've been. Does, doing it. That's you're absolutely right. They, and by the way, Arthur, why don't you go by Artie?
3: They've done the same thing now. <laughs> two two high draft picks in a row. Bijan. Doesn't matter. Like, they, they just stash him on the bench. Kyle Pitts was amazing in college. Mm. Amazing. And he comes into the NFL, and there's all these – it's highly touted, and then it's like, well, yeah, we're just not going to throw him the ball because uh, we don't want to. They, they draft these talents, Bob, and then they just, they, they just put them in the back drawer. It's wild. So did
1: you have the Falcons? No, <laughs> I just
3: didn't expect the, the Vikings to – I actually predicted a tie. I thought it was going to be a terrible game
1: all around.
0: <laughs> that is pretty well, good. I like that call.
1: Taylor Heineke, he's the future.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, Sandy, A hell of a report, I thought.
1: Uh-huh. What? <laughs> I'm
0: going to give you a compliment, and then he pisses all over it, but yeah, okay. Yeah, me.
1: He pisses all over Hey, Brittany, I heard what you said about me. I don't believe a word of it.
2: Yeah, that's fine. I actually yeah. like that you think I don't like you. It works better for our relationship.
1: Yeah. I don't you like You either
2: call that over the Just
1: kidding. Love the, love the dress on it over your right shoulder. Thank you. All
0: right. Oh, you're still bringing that dress up every time
1: to Prove that on. I got
2: married at one point. Yeah,
1: or she's keeping it money. handy in case she has to get married another time.
2: Or if I have to celebrate a very elaborate death. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: or serve Mexican no food.
1: <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> one of the two. Alright, Pally, we'll talk to you later. Alright, see you later. Thanks, Andy. Bob Sands for your sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured contact. Bradshaw and Bryant at Injury.com. Bob of your sports sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant personal injury lawyers. What more could you ask for? Correct.
2: Correct. correct. I'm loving this chaos that is the Vikings. Like No, I understand. It,
6: it,
0: mm-hmm. It's
2: fun. Like as somebody who's not like, you know, constantly watching the idea that some guy showed up and was like, "I'll give it a go." And that they won, like yeah. that's pretty fun for me to listen to.
0: I agree with you. I, th- I I didn't get to watch the whole game, but what I saw, I was very, very impressed with it. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. they could
0: have lost that game in
5: a heartbeat. Oh, they should have. Realistically, we should have lost. Yes. very, mm-hmm. very badly.
2: And I love mm-hmm. that the reasoning that you guys were talking about—I can't remember who mentioned it—but being like, "Yeah, it's really hard to kind of strategize against a random." And I'm like, maybe that should just be our strategy going in—is like. <laughs> We have random quarterbacks, and nobody knows what they're going to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Probably not a bad idea. There was a team many, many years ago that had three quarterbacks, and they rotated them.
2: See, I yeah, love that. There's,
5: there's a saying in the NFL where if you have two quarterbacks, you really have no quarterbacks. Oh, because if you true. had one that was good enough to win you a game, you would just play that one yeah. rather than rotate.
0: Okay, let me throw something. throw something at you. See, if this proves your point. Who was the backup to Tommy Kramer? Great there question. you go. Right.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was Tommy Kramer. Tommy, it was great seeing you the other night, by the way. I love Tommy Kramer. Ladies and gentlemen, the Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their farewell tour on Saturday, November 18th. You can see them with me and Catherine. Catherine and I in our suite. To enter, just go to Tom Bernard app. Or the website at tombernardshow.com. Listen for your name to be announced each day at 10, 910, and ten ten. Email us back by midnight at contest at tombernardshow.com, and you win today's qualifier name for the See the Eagles with Me in My Suite is Todd O'Connor from Coon Rapids. Todd O'Connor, email us by midnight tonight at contest at tombernardshow.com. So, by the way, congratulations to our first two winners. We've been doing it for two weeks. We've got both of our winners. Ah! Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sweets, sweets filling up. Batting a thousand, baby. Congratulations to our first two winners from last week. Jackie Vick and Aaron Pace emailed us back. They and their guests will join me in my suite to see the Eagles. That's on November 18th. So, again, Todd O'Connor from Coon Rapids. Todd O'Connor, email us by midnight tonight. Contest at Tom Show.com. We shall take a break. Be right back and just. Continue the fabulous show that is this one that we're doing right now. What do you think? I think it sounds good, Harry (laughs) Carey. What? It sounds a little Harry Carey-esque. You know, let me just tell you something. (laughs) People thought about being a hot dog. (laughs) I was talking to the guy last week and he told me. (laughs) I just love it when Harry used to call in. That was so much fun. My favorite line of Harry Carey's, you know what it is, Right. Uh, No. He's on with us, and Mike Gelfand takes a shot at him. Hey, Harry. I I don't remember what he even said, but Gelfand took a shot at Harry Carey, and there was a long pause, and Harry Carey said live on the air, Barnard, control your monkeys. (laughs) 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 I do miss Harry. Did you ever ever watch Harry back when he was doing either the White Sox or, or certainly the Cubs? Did you ever get a chance to watch him?
5: Never a live game, but you would always hear the clips of him and and stuff like that, so I was familiar with who he was.
0: He would come in sometimes. AJ, do you even know this? He would come in so hammered he could barely talk. (laughs) I've heard. Sometimes when you're at the game and you wish that the guy on the field... (laughs) uh, what comes with... (laughs) Gary, like go he sober was, up a little bit.
2: Tom, he was smart because he had his cadence sloppy. Yeah, so oh, like yeah. You would never know. Yes. So, like, that's what my goal is. It like, was... I'm <laughs> such a bad broadcaster that if I do decide to start drinking, you guys will never notice. He,
5: he shows up to the game sober, and he's like, damn it, I have to pretend to be drunk today. I know.
2: <laughs> smart man.
0: Never got to meet him in person, though. I talked to him on the phone, talked to him on the show, but I never got to meet him in person which kind of makes me sad a little bit. I always loved Harry Carey. Me
5: too. Yeah. He gives All the way back in the day. Bill Walton kind of vibes.
0: Bill Walton, I like him too. Yeah,
5: he. they have kind of the same cadence and personality, I feel like.
0: I think Harry's first team was, a St. Louis, was St. Louis, I think. I'm not sure. He ended up in Chicago, of course, for the rest of his career. And Let me take a sip out of this glass, and then I'll continue to do the game. <laughs> what do you think? I love it. We'll take a break, be right back in a couple of minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms related products and is the preferred choice among trap enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. KNL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models, has a huge selection of trap loads. I've been to the store. It's a great store, KNL Surplus. Nice guy that runs it, too. I don't know if he wants me to say his name or not, so I won't. Fall hunting is here. Head to KNL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KNL now has a lot of the calibers that have been hard to find in stock. KNL Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned, offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this show and receive a 10% off anything in the store. That is anything in the store. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why K&L Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. It's Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and coworkers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership that's just 20 minutes west of the Metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most Brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the Metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at flagshipford.com. That's flagshipford.com. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes I'm a 54 year old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story
3: it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning
4: Show Podcast.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. little news, a little information. Jeff Hozier just got here. I like Jeff Hozier. He's a good guy. Oh, yeah. Very, very funny. Very nice. And uh, when he gets back in, hopefully, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him to stand up so you can see his pants. Because <laughs> it was just brought up by, well, Josh Arnold brought it up the other day. He was on the mm. flight many, many years ago. I was on a flight from Chicago back to Minneapolis and I was wearing pink Zubas.
2: Ooh.
5: Yeah, that's still bizarre to me because you don't seem like a <laughs> pink Zubas type of guy.
2: I once was talking to Catherine and I was like, yeah, uh, the first time I met Tom, I was wearing sweatpants in the studio and he was like, wow, we're the way to step up for work. And Catherine was like, you're talking about the guy who literally wore Zubas half of his career.
0: That's true. It's absolutely yeah. true. There's no question about it. Ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome one of my favorites, Laws of Annihilation, Eric Lasalle. How you doing, Eric? Good, good. How are you? I'm magnificent. I got to ask you, I don't, but you probably don't even see this—the thing they send out to promote your appearance on the show. There are two pictures of you, and there's one current day and one from maybe a couple of years ago. But that picture—you know, the one where you you got the you got the kind of the afro going and you got the scarf around your neck—you know that picture I'm talking about? It's a very famous picture, actually. No, I don't. Oh, Eric, it's a great oh, picture. I, I was just happy to see it, because you look like you're a serious man. Eric LaSalle, actor, director, producer, author, best-known worldwide television audiences for his portrayal of the commanding Dr. Peter Benton in the award-winning, critically acclaimed medical drama, ER. So I will now shut up, Eric, and I uh, want to hear you talking about Laws of Annihilation. What's that all about, sir? Uh,
4: laws of Annihilation is the third novel in a, a, a thriller series. Um, and the series is uh, called the Martyr Maker series, um, and it's um, very like, tonally. It's like in the vein of the movie Seven. Um, you have okay. two um, two cops. One is Irish Italian American, uh, and one is African American, and they are considered the best closers of okay. cases in New York City. They end up teaming up with a, um, a Jewish F- female FBI agent and they investigate high-profile serial killings. And so in the third installment, we have um, hate crimes. Uh, So in the first couple of chapters, two rabbis are viciously murdered in a synagogue. And so they are investigating this crime. Uh, They later find out that um, an African-American activist has been kidnapped uh, along with a Jewish-American um, the son of a rabbi has been kidnapped, and they've been imprisoned, and they hate each other. And so, you know, the book deals with racial discord. Um, there's the threat of a race war that someone is sort of helping to manipulate. So you have the presence of white supremacists. Um, so un- unfortunately, it's very reflective of what's happening today, or today is very reflective of what you know what we're talking about. So uh, no one, you know, it's 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 sad that, you know, we're still dealing with this stuff at this level. Um, but the book explores, um, you know, racial discord, um, racial hatred, um, the, the threat of <coughs> total destruction from race wars. Um, and so, the you know, it feels very um, relevant and resonant of, you know, the times that we're living in and, and what we've been going through. And, uh, it's you know, so it's 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 scary but you know people are responding to it because of that and reviews and the um you know it's popping up on um you know bestsellers lists um I think because it does feel so timely and it does feel so relevant um which you know i, I in some ways I wish it didn't of course you know you don't want to you know you you want this stuff to stop but um that's that's pretty much what the book
0: um you know deals with Ben Eric stuff. that had to shock you that that uh right when laws of annihilation comes out this happens in the real world as well uh i am, i will never i grew up in a neighborhood that was catholic black and jewish in north minneapolis There were jews black people and catholics that's who was there i don't remember very much discord at all we all got along the area uh you know most of the area was very very poor so there could have been a lot of discord, but there just wasn't back at, back in the day, and I don't know why that was. So for me now, watching this whole thing going on uh, makes me very, very sad, I, I will tell you that. And I still don't understand that if you have such a deep belief that there is a God, I'm pretty sure if there is a God, they would not be too happy with what's going on on this planet. I've got to be honest with you.
4: Uh, no, I, 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 feel, I feel the same. And I think what's I think what's really, really sad is just, even you know, something simpler. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a believer of God. I never put my spirituality on other people, whether mm-hmm. a person chooses to believe in God or not. But one thing we do believe in, we believe in the value of the life of loved ones. And so I don't understand how, you know, on one hand, you can value life to the left so much and devalue it so much to the right you know what I mean, or vice versa. And when I say left and right, I'm not talking politics. I'm just simply saying, you know, yeah. if I'm of this belief, if I'm of one belief, if I'm of one community, then the value of life is so important. But I devalue life in any other community or, you know, and, and, and that's, that's just confounding to me. That's just, that's just something that, I mean, if you value life, you value life. And um, I'm not talking... And I'm not even talking military. Has its job to do, whether one agrees with it or not. Politicians have their job. I'm I'm talking communities.
0: Mm, Yes.
4: What I mean, and and so, um, so that's you know, but that's something that we explore in the book um, because the book also really um, delves into the concept of tribalism—the tribes that we're born into, the tribes that we create, the tribes that we choose, the tribes that we reject, uh, the tribes that we. Simply because they're different tribes, um, and so there's a there's a level of you know religious tribalism, cultural tribalism, and and but yet you know we have all of this discord and this disconnect. So I, I like exploring those different elements, um, but like I said, it is sad that the book is so relevant with what's going on in the world right now. Um, you know, it's you know you don't want to promote a book based on no.
0: No question about that. Eric LaSalle, our very special guest, his book, Laws of Annihilation. Uh, yeah, you, you definitely saw this whole deal come. I, I Here's what I don't understand. I grew up Catholic. Um, not an over, overly religious guy. I do believe there's a greater good. There is a God. I mean, it's not a coincidence that God is a shortened version of the word good and de-evil, devil. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of obvious where they got these two things. And I don't understand how, no matter what side you're on, if you have a belief in God, how can you be so vicious and cruel? Right. It makes no sense to me, Eric.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, and again, you know, by, in Laws of Annihilation, by opening up in the first two chapters, and, you know, two rabbis are viciously killed in a synagogue. Yeah. And, you know, and again, when we deal with tribalism and we deal with what people thing is and there's actually a line in the book um which is you know i don't care what a person believes and who they believe in but if what you believe is not elevating you for more to to more compassion and, and kindness and understanding and tolerance of people then i think you're i think you're worshiping the wrong god i think you're worshiping the wrong faith and people it. make gods of all types of things you know what i mean but uh, i'm not i'm not saying one has to believe that Everyone believe. I'm just simply saying, however you choose to believe, whether it's Judaism, whether it's Buddhism, whether it's Muslim, whatever you believe, um, Christianity. And we've seen hypocrites in all of these fields, oh, yeah. oh, you know what I mean? So yeah. so, so that just because you have the title, uh, and that's what I like about craziness out. And that's what this book does. It explores, like at some point, no matter who you think you hate, if there's a greater evil um, over both of you, you have to figure that out. Because let me tell you, if we got invaded by aliens tomorrow, there'd be a whole lot of humans working together. <laughs> <laughs> that happen. <laughs>
0: probably have to go Eric which I, I wish you didn't I wish you had all day to be with us because you're leaving a very positive message but uh, one of my favorite things and again I, I, I certainly believe there are things a lot bigger than I am uh, and they can call it whatever they want but it's, if it's my form of God is whatever it is that did all this fine work I show up on the planet I'm enjoying it I didn't do it so there's got to be a greater good out there there's no doubt about that and I will close with this uh, look at it this way There's a very famous painting out there where it's split from the bottom left to the upper right by a bar. On the upper left, there is a football player on his knees thanking God for scoring a touchdown. And on the bottom of the picture is Jesus with his feet up watching hockey. (laughs) That's where we need to get, Eric.
4: Exactly. There you
0: go. (laughs) Thank you, sir. I've always, always enjoyed your work. Eric LaSalle, ladies and gentlemen, the book is called Laws of Annihilation. Thank you so much for your time this morning, sir.
4: Hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Have a good day, sir. God, I like his work.
0: How about that? You think he could pick up any chicks with that picture on yeah. the left there?
5: Oh, Well, that's from uh, Coming to America.
3: Yeah, Is that yeah. what it is, Coming yeah, to America? Yeah, because you, you used to be buddies with Louis Anderson, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, him, yeah they starred together in that, yep. in that movie. And, uh, Louis, I miss it. Would you bring Louis up for
0: it? I'm going to tear up. I'm pill. sorry. I'm sorry. Way no. Hey, yeah, yeah. I will tell you one thing that, as long as you mention it, and uh, Je- Jeff Hoser's in the studio with us now, ladies and gentlemen, St. Paul Comedy All-Stars. Uh, it's on Wednesday. Yes, sir. I thank you for because my birthday is tomorrow. So thanks for not having it on my birthday. Oh you know?
6: yeah, no, we needed to wait a way today for sure. Drawing yeah. everybody yeah. away. Everybody's got to recover.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> recover from the birthday. No question about it. But I, what the hell's I just talking about? We we're just talking about something. What were we talking about?
3: Louis Anderson. You said you were, that brought something up.
0: He was a huge, huge friend. My mother and he became really good friends. My mother adored Louis Anderson, and every time he came to town, he'd go over to finally to the the home and visitor and all the rest of that. And I I just, Louie and those two, when they'd start schmoozing, it's like, oh, would you two just shut up for God's sake? It would just go on and on and on. He comes to me one day and he goes, your mother is a piece of work. And I said, what are you talking about? (laughs) Apparently he went and visited her, and I ran into him, he came in and did the show later on, or the next day, actually. And he said... I'm sitting in the middle of a rest home at a table with your mother. And she leans over and she goes, Louie, you see that guy over there about 10 feet to your left? He goes, yeah. Yeah, Toots, I see him. What about him? Yeah, he's been trying to scramble my eggs. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, you're 90. I'm sure that's exactly what's going on. My mother thinks everybody's hitting on her. (laughs) That's (laughs) awesome. Brittany, you knew my mother a bit, didn't you?
2: No, I never, never got, got to, to meet, meet her. her. No, but I always feel like I know Toots. I, I I'm dying. I would love you to someday bring in a video of her because you've done so many impressions of her that I feel like I wonder what's in my head is accurate right. to what's.
5: I want to know is. if the voice is actually as deep oh, as you make it sound. She's got a.
0: She had a very deep voice. You kids behave in there. I kind of also
2: hope of? that when I'm that age, I also think guys are just constantly trying to get in my pants. Like, I want to well, assume well, that's, that as well. Well,
0: that's exactly what it is, too. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I know I'm 88 years old, but they still want me. I, I, I understand that to and, be true.
5: And if she thought yeah. that about that guy, I just want to know all the other things that she thought were going on <laughs> at, the, at the home. <laughs> yeah.
0: She had, and it was funny, my mother was an ardent Democrat. I mean, she was a big-time Democrat. You go to her house. She would have about 50 little angel statues because she was Catholic. So mm-hmm. she loved yeah. it. In the middle of the angel, like 50 angel statues, there's a statue of Louis Anderson. Remember that one he put out there? He had the bobblehead. Yep. Louis Anderson and another one of Tim Palenti.
4: I'm like, <laughs>
0: what? Mom, you're a big-time Democrat. He's a big-time Republican. He's a good guy. Just settle down.
1: Praise be.
0: Yeah, praise <laughs> be.
1: If Got they I ever started
6: a Toots and Louie show, I would watch that. Oh, yes. God, oh.
0: those two? Yeah. Take it on stage, man. It would be unbelievable.
6: Well, and then, Brittany, at that age, uh, scramble is the only thing somebody could do to your eggs. There's yeah. no more
0: overeasing <laughs> when <laughs> you're 90. Yeah. That's,
6: Jeff,
4: that's so That's a true, very Jeff. good point.
0: Yeah. Very, very good point, ladies and gentlemen. Again, Laugh Camp located on Robert Street in the heart of downtown, 490 Robert Street, North St. Paul, Minnesota, 55101. So what's this all about, Pally?
6: Oh, man. So um, my good friends Jesse the Shrink and and Nathan Hood, they are producing this show because they felt like so much action is happening in Minneapolis all the time. Let's get the St. Paul All-Stars. So some of the best comics living in the capital city. Mm-hmm. Uh, putting a show on. So there's a lot of, lot of folks, but um, uh, I think we're going to pack the house and it's going to oh, be yeah. really great. Who are,
5: some, who are some of the other all-stars?
6: Uh, well, so there's too many to name, but some of the big hitters, Maggie Ferris, uh, Tiffany Norton, uh, Elise Cole, Robert Brill, and myself. You see my big hairy yeah. mug on all the posters. <laughs> Um, and then maybe just a handful of others, uh, some of the newer comics too. But they're all very funny, and the all all St. Paul folks. And I love. Uh, have you been over to the Camp Bar? Yeah, yep. yeah, uh, it's good. Oh, yeah, I could see you kind of dancing it up back in dancing the day. Up. Yeah,
0: Never drank, but... Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, me either, Tom.
0: It's been a year or two since that. Catherine made a suggestion. You know who should stop drinking?
6: That'd be you. Oh, fun. Like, okay, my dear
0: uh, boy, look at the time. I would like to schmooze, but I like the fact that we had Jesse the body. Now we have Jesse the shrink.
6: Absolutely. That's a yeah. good plan. It's a good move. You need a you need a hard contrast like that. Kind of like I got nervous when I sat down, and it's like, what? Well, laws of annihilation? And now comedian Jeff Bozer. I'm like, are you trying to make... Make me work harder, <laughs> or am I going to be funnier in contrast to all the yeah. death and destruction yeah. of that book? Ooh, oh my goodness!
0: No, did Jesse the Shrink and Nate Hood do they do they actually get up on stage? Yeah, they're they very do. funny. Yeah, well, they're, excellent.
6: they're They're comics as well, and they'll be hosting and and they've been producing a lot of local shows too. They they have this young comic energy. I remember oh, when yep. I had oh. that, <laughs> where I wanted to produce things, I wanted to create stuff, and now, yeah. oh boy, I just like showing up, yep. punching in, punching out.
0: We need comedy now more than ever, Jeff. I'm ser- I, serious. I, we need everybody coming through town. We need to laugh. We really do. I agree. This whole situation. I was going to throw the numbers at, uh, at Eric LaSalle, but he didn't have time. Just doing a comparison to to World War II. If if it gets that big, and it could, if we don't insist that everybody back down and calm down, it could become a world war. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about
6: that. Yeah. Uh, and if we're, we're not laughing, we're crying. I mean, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate no, to right. have been born into a family that. I mean, my so my. My mother's mom used to always say, laugh or go mad. Yeah, well,
0: that's absolutely right. Yeah, and it oh, God, we used to affected all us. Like, we, I love sitting around, you know, there were seven kids, all the rest of it, huh. sitting huh. around my mother, and all we, every weekend we'd all get together, and we'd sing songs and have a few cocktails and tell jokes. It yeah. was wonderful. Yeah. It was just a great way to live, you know? You want to laugh at stuff like that. just, my God. But it's just, uh, yeah, I think this is a great idea. We need more and more and more comedy to come through town because for a few years there, because of COVID, and I understand, mm. uh, that nobody nobody showed up. But it's laughter is a huge, huge thing of importance in our, in
6: our lives. There's no question. Yeah, yes. we need the balance. I mean, I, yeah, every, do. everybody's going through some kind of level of messiness or grief or whatever it is all the time. Mm-hmm. We just can't tell. We're not asking each other the questions.
0: No, that's <laughs> true. And I, I will, I'll throw that stat out to you again. World War II, 2.2 2 billion people on Earth, 73 million of them were killed in yeah. World War II. You put those same numbers together, if we ended up in World War III, there are now 8.2 billion people on Earth and 300 million people will die. Yeah. Do we really want to kill 300 million people? Not unless you have to, I guess. (laughs) Not (laughs) unless you have to. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, we can't have this. We need, first of all, our leadership worldwide is terrible right now. Mm. It's just lame as hell,
6: don't you think? Yeah, I I think we need to uh, elect some funnier people. Oh, because I love it. here's the thing, the only funny things happen are just the accidental pratfalls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we just need somebody with a little bit more
5: well, sense of humor. Wasn't it Ben Glebe that was going to run for oh, president yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. a
5: while ago, and he had the big campaign? Because I remember he, I was working at the House of Comedy at the time, and he mm-hmm. had come through, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm running for president." And I was, like, "Oh yeah, but that's like a bit, right?" And he, no, he's like, "I'm." dead serious yeah. trying to be really the debates god, with donald ben trump in a while. yeah
6: i worked with him a few years ago at mystic lake and uh he was prepping for that show he did a whole show mm-hmm. where he was just pitching the idea of, uh, of vote for heard. me yeah. really yeah. Yeah. yeah it was incredible
0: god i have not seen him in a while It hmm. got well during covid nobody came in they just didn't yeah and that's yeah. just how it was i yeah. just they didn't do studio tours and that kind of stuff but
6: well, um, I got my shots and I'm back, baby. <laughs> I got your shots. Yeah. Did they work? I
0: don't know. Well, the only reason I'm asking you that is I got vaccinated three times, yeah. boosted twice, got
5: COVID twice. Yeah, it's like I took your stuff. That right. was they shot some water in you. <laughs> probably. True. I saw hmm. an ad while watching the Vikings game for Moderna's got some new shot that they're pitching to everybody to help kill COVID now, and I was like, we're still. Pushing this hard, Moderna. You're spending your advertising dollars on a brand new, brand new shot. They're still going after yeah, it. Yeah, they're
6: still Moderna Gatorade.
5: Yeah, right. Mm, <laughs> I like it. Right. Yeah, it's well, just it'll
6: be just hydration yeah. for yeah, the got inside. An, got
5: an energy drink now. COVID and, uh, cranberry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we can get this thing under control? Because it it looks like it's ramping up to me. So can can we get this deal under control?
5: I don't know. I thought it was already under control. I thought it was all a thing of the past now.
0: Yeah, that's what we used to think. Right. But there was, who knows? Well, again. I'm sorry, and I won't drag anybody's name into it, but as soon as that money showed up, mm-hmm. $6 billion showed up, all of a sudden it's, we're going to go out and just massacre everybody. I yeah. don't get it. If somebody gave me 6000000000 billion, I'd probably just stay at home. You'd never see me again.
5: <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Liar. No, you'd come and flip, turn the mic on and say some
2: words. Yeah.
0: I'm sitting here with $6 billion in my pocket, and i would like, did you see what Jeff Bezos did?
2: no mm-hmm. jeff
0: bezos is leaving washington state because of the tax rate yeah. he's he's gonna live in your favorite state that you hate and i love florida florida
2: <laughs> i don't hate florida Jeff, you've said I don't at hate least florida. five I times once, that
0: you hate florida
2: i once said i wouldn't want to send my kid to a public school in florida and now tom no, is no, no. convinced no 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 I you said you florida.
5: hated florida no, it, Brittany's 100% correct. She Thank was you. like, you know, the test scores are down a little bit. I don't know that I would send my kid to Florida. And then somehow it morphed into she wishes Florida would just get cut off from the United States. No, and I just don't want her ever ocean. allowed in the state again.
2: Well, guess what? I go every year because my parents nope. live there, you nerd.
0: Nope, you're not getting in. I'm talking to the governor. They're never going to let you back in that state. That's I'm all just going to grow up
2: my mustache. You won't even see it coming. <laughs> I
0: just show up with a mustachio. That'll work for me.
2: No, I'd love I, I to just...
6: send my kids to school there. I don't want them to be smarter than me. Well, I'm having a hard plan. enough
2: time
0: as yeah. it is. You could send them to any school then, because the test scores <laughs> right. across America suck. <laughs> you're right. About it's, a, that. it's not Florida; it's everywhere. The test scores are horrendous. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's the case. But you know, see, now that I was, damn, but I, 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 I lost my. Bezos. Oh, oh Bezos. Oh, Beez- Definitely moving uh, to Florida. Good so
2: thing be,
6: you have all these helpers around. Oh, <laughs> I need it
0: at this point in my life. My birthday's tomorrow, so I'm just getting older. You know. Jeff Bezos has had enough of Washington's uh, taxes, Mm -hmm. and he's moving his business and all everything to Florida, to Miami actually. Mm -hmm. So you know he's worth what 150 billion. I think that's about right. 150 billion. Take went Mm -hmm. down and bought two houses down in Florida. Bought right there, right next door to one another. For a grand total of four hundred and forty million dollars, it's a small starter home. A <laughs> yeah, small starter. What are they like? Mm. Two castles yeah. that are right next to one another. My gosh, two hundred and twenty million for a house. Although there's a lot for sale in Palm Beach for two hundred million, just the lot. Ooh, mm. The lot is two hundred million dollars. Okay,
6: it starts with a moat, and then you build in the center. Yeah.
0: Do you think any radio people live on that island? <laughs> well,
6: Rush Limbaugh did, I suppose. He was a radio guy.
0: But in any case, did you, did you ever hear that story? No. So his he, he died, what, a couple years ago? Yeah. His wife, that he had a house he bought for $3.4 million in 1998. Jeez. 1998, he bought it for $3.4 million. She sold it to Estee Lauder's grandson, Connor, for $125 million, and he tore it down. Wow.
2: <laughs> oh, a teardown. down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We're just going to do away with this and start over. A million dollar teardown. Because it, the lot right down the block is 200 million, so I suppose the lot's still worth 125 million, I guess. Yeah. Even though it doesn't have a house on it anymore. It's
6: so much more dramatic than just saging. Like, oh, it's got bad energy. It's Bulldozer.
0: Right. No, no. that's. I don't think Rush was a big hit on Palm Beach Island. <laughs> no, I'm going to be honest with so. you. I'm not sure. I never hung out with him or anything, but. I don't think he was that kind of fit in out there on Palm Beach Island. No, I don't think so. And what the hell? So, is comedy? Do people really recognize at this point that comedy is one of the most important things in our society?
6: It it feels like it. Everybody Good. that I talk to, Good. all the you know normies, the non performers in my life, yeah. both, I go, it, "You're you're a hero." I go, oh, well, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always please. said that,
0: Jeff. That you're just my hero, and that's just how it is.
6: Well, and I don't even have real big, hard-hitting opinions on things. I just think getting hundreds of people, or even if it's a dozen mm-hmm. in a room mm-hmm. laughing, is the right direction. Yeah.
0: Well, there's no question. Can we just stop with the battling over everything and have some fun, calm yeah. down? I, like I said, I grew up in a black, Jewish, and Catholic neighborhood. I mean, you would look at those three societies and go, God, you couldn't be any different. Yeah. Everybody got along. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. I don't... I remember very, very few things. And then, of course, in 1967, they burned it to the ground. But other than that...
2: Other than that. <laughs> other than
0: burning think, the entire neighborhood to the ground.
2: Do you think that had to do something with, like, everybody had their head down and was trying to, you know, work hard and make money that they couldn't be... It's kind of like the privilege of getting to think about the differences. You know what I mean? Like when you have to work and make sure that you're you know, putting food on the table, you don't have time to worry about what the guy next door's religion is.
0: I hope that's true. But uh, boy, I tell you, it, it, uh, there were some problems. The one thing I will tell you, as far it was very, very sad, but it was very educational as well, that as a young boy from 5 to 11, 12 years old, I would meet my friends' grandparents, and every one of them was tattooed. Mm-hmm. Every Jew was tattooed. It was just, oh. And I asked at first,
6: what is that? I said, you don't want to know, kid. No I remember you. asking a neighbor, because I grew up in yeah. the Highland Village area of oh, St. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. a lot of Jews, Russian Jews, yeah. yep. Catholics, yeah. uh, one black family uh, down the block. So it was just like North Minneapolis. Just like North Minneapolis, yeah. Like North Minneapolis. yeah. yeah. Very diverse. <laughs> The Jones family, uh, and uh, that's true. Of course it was, family. Family. yeah. No, nope, of course what, that it was the name. Jones family. But uh, yep, yeah, boy, did I get the looks. Hey, what are those numbers on your arm? Ugh. I know. We uh, don't know. bring it up.
0: But I wish people did pay attention to that. Yeah. Really, you want to hate people? Why don't you look back at somebody's great grandmother, great grandfather, who was tattooed and put in prison for their faith in the wrong God? Hmm. Oh. It's like what? Yeah, It's got to stop. we gotta, We got to stop anyway. we got to take a break. You can stay with us for a while, I hope.
6: I'll hang out a bit if you'll have me. A bit? Oh, of course. Very good. Big shot.
0: <laughs> we'll be right back. More with Jeff Foser. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Wednesday, as a matter of fact, St. Paul Comedy All-Star is November 8th. This Wednesday, Laugh Camp located on Robert Street in the heart of downtown, 490 Robert Street North, St. Paul, Minnesota, and we'll be right back.
3: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com.
0: You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust, who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser.
2: Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused.
3: The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Brad Sean Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at
1: work and need legal help.
3: Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with the Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner.